In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about a capitalist frog, <laughs> a fart in a jar, meta living an overdue book without magic, and bread. So much bread. In our discussion of WizKit, an adventure overdue by Tanya J. Scott. everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult and sometimes other, sometimes like today, other books, series, authors, voice actors and illustrators that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. And today we're going to discuss Whizkit, an adventure overdue by Tanya J. Scott. Standard disclaimer. If you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read the book. Then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just like the show so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. <laughs> you start turning into your doll, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <sighs> we're doing a graphic novel! Yay! I love Yay. comics. Your Yay. And I favorite. Love this, one. this one's so good. It's precious beyond belief. So I'm, I'm desperate to get into it. So background in for me. Come on. Okay, so I found this interview on Annie's Bookstop Wooster dot blog, and they ask, "Do you have any favorite foods or drinks that must be in the vicinity or must be avoided?" while you're creating a piece of work. And I picked this question because we used to ask that question a lot when we did our author interviews, but now yes. we're just, we're so much more ridiculous than that. But anyway, I liked it because it's the same that we used to do. And then the answer was fantastic and I thought you would really appreciate it. So the answer is bread. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on to say, Wheat has gotten a bad rep in recent years, but you can't beat a good loaf. You can't. And if not bread, it'll have to be something made from potatoes. Oh my god. Tanya G. Scott, I need to be your best friend right now. She also adds, blessed be potatoes. Yes! Yes! But then Claire, then Claire, oh look at your potato, she says, (laughs) but being terribly british i also have to say i drink countless cups of tea every day right okay tanya will you please be my bff along with amanda of course yes please yes and then we can have like bread and potatoes and we'll do tea and it'll be it'll just be wonderful yes it will be amazing I'm so happy with that. That is probably one of my favorite background pieces of information. I know. Ever. I knew that you would like it. I picked it just for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I am so glad moving over into initial thoughts. I'm so glad that I found this book at the library, but I am sorry to say that it's overdue. <gasps> oh my God. You know what this means? I have to go on an adventure. Yes. I, I I insist when you finally return WizKit 
you take photographs of your adventure to return it and we can turn it into a fictional hangover comic. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that entertaining since no, I like, it will. go to I the library be, every I, day. You, I don't care. You take pictures with you and the book, returning it to the library and I will turn it into a fictional hangover comic. <laughs> available okay. on our social medias <laughs> i insist when it eventually happens i mean take your time you know you take you have it as long as you you feel like you need to have it that's fine but yeah you need to you need to do that i insist okay i need to get a little like a red little red cloak and yes a or a little a, or a fancy hat yeah or a yes. loaf of bread <laughs> One one of the pictures needs to be you like eating a lot, eating bread of some variety, okay, or a potato, a full potato. I mean that that would not be out of the ordinary for me. So can do. No, no, it's just you know adventure snacks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> do you have any initial thoughts? I'm just so glad that you found it and then told me about it. And then- it was really funny because you're like, Claire, I've got these books. And you sent me the pictures. Like, oh, that looks really fun. And you sent a couple of panels, just two. And then the next message was, I have to stop taking pictures or I'm going to be breaking the law. Can you please just read this book? And I was like, yeah, no bother. I ordered it from the bookstore. I was actually making an order for something else. So I just bumped it on the order. And I'm so glad that I did. I absolutely love it. And it's actually become a family favourite. Like, we've all read it. My son freaking adores it. To the point where he's insisted we start a family book club. And this was our first family book club. And we had to eat bread. <laughs> Why? We had family book club. That's amazing. So we had some um, chocolate chip brioche and some uh, focaccia. Good. We went posh with the bread. Yeah. I think Wizkit would approve. Of course. And I know Tanya J. Scott would approve. Thank you. (laughs) I did even have some tea with it as well. Of course you did. Because you're terribly British. Because I'm excessively British. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy with it. This, I'm so, yeah. Let's just do this. Okay. I'm I'm really excited for this one. Okay. Okay. Wizkit. A bipedal, one-eyed black cat who looks dapper in a red zipped-up coat, little pointy blue hat, and delightful yellow boots is lounging on the sofa reading a book. The house is a mess. Dishes are piled in the sink, books are open everywhere, and dirty plates and cups are lying all over the place, with a single broom magically trying to clean up in the background. (laughs) After a big yawn, Wizkit magics a pink frosted donut. Mmm, donut. At the same time, teacher calls for Wizkit. They can sense a spell and have given strict instructions that Wizkit was to tidy up herself without magic. Oh, crumbs. Wizkit chases the enchanted broom, wrestles with it, and loses. <laughs> teacher calls for her to come to the study. The study looks exactly like any magical being study should. Shelves of books, piles of books, and stacks of books with odd baskets of scrolls and magical-looking ornaments dotted about. It looks like paradise. Teacher is a bispeckled, long-haired, grey dog with drooping eyes. Sitting atop their head is a little black witch's hat and its adorbs. 
As teacher scolds Wizkit for being lazy, quiet sobs start coming from one of the piles of books, or possibly one of the stacks. While Wizkit tries to find the source, teacher tells Wizkit that she puts her mind to it. She is a good study, but she also needs to experience and, you know, have friends. Eventually, Wizkit finds a small blue book sitting on the floor crying. No oh, book. Makes a sad book. Calling the little book gross upsets it further. Thanks, Wizkit. You're so nice. Teacher approaches the book and asks why he is crying, and between sobs, he reveals that he is overdue no (laughs) oh dear it's been more than a month since teacher last went to the library while Wizkit stayed home and ate so much bread (laughs) well teacher sees an opportunity here Wizkit will return book what that's Wizkit and then book is like yay in the corner book is precious (laughs) <laughs> Wizkit heads to the kitchen for supplies. It's a long journey to the library and a cat needs her bread. Book is perky and wants to hug. Wizkit is not perky and does not want to be friends because Wizkit doesn't know Book. Though Book knows Wizkit, he's been watching her. Yeah, it's creepy. No! <laughs> Book opens his cover so Wizkit can read him and get to know him better. Blinding light emanates from his pages and suddenly Book, Wizkit and Wizkit's bag of bread are transported to the jungle. Thank goodness the bag of bread was also transported. I was worried for a second. (laughs) But how did this happen? Book's pages were blank. Well... The only thing to do is find out where they are and return Book. Book once read in a book that when lost, it's best to find water. I love this scene. Like, Whiskey's like, you read other books? That's weird. Exception. <laughs> um, okay. So it's weird. Everything's weird right now. But finding water sounds like a good idea. After a little time, they find what should be a river, but it's a dried-up hole with a long yellow dragon sitting in it, and they look very worried. Of course, Book runs toward dragon while Wizkit hides behind some bushes. (laughs) Book is excited to learn that the library is days away, so the adventure continues. Book then asks about the river. Dragon is the caretaker of the river shrine. Their siblings look after other shrines across the land, and when the water started to drop, they came to investigate. But now they're stuck because they can't swim back. Book instantly volunteers to help. Wizkit is less enthusiastic until Dragon offers to take them toward the library when the water is returned. Wizkit and Book head upstream. They find a pond with a pile of stuff stopping the water flowing down the river, and inside and around the pond are colourful fish looking like they're on a resort holiday. There is also a curmudgeon of frog in a tiny bowler hat and bow tie. And as angry as he is, he's delightful. I love him. He demands an entrance fate. He uses the pool. You gotta pay to use the facilities! 
But Wizkit tells him that teacher always says all things in nature like water, sunlight, moonlight and the wind should be free. Frog is a big believer in capitalism (laughs) and says that none of that should be free. He even has wind trapped in a jar. Rude. Wizkit tells the frog to break the barrier holding the water back or else she'll use magic. Her spell ends in a fart. (laughs) And though it didn't break the barrier, it did distract Frog long enough for Book to release wind from the jar. Wind is not very happy with Frog and blows him and the barrier away, which allows the water to flow and frees the fish from extortion and bad fart jokes. (laughs) (laughs) jumping on a piece of driftwood wind blows Wizkit and book downstream to dragon now that the water has returned they can travel to the river shrine book is having the time of his life riding on dragon's back and singing loudly which of course irritates Wizkit sitting on dragon's head Wizkit is told that book is just being himself and maybe Wizkit forgets to just be. Maybe it's time for Wizkit to metaphorically take a page out of Book's book. Soon, they arrive at the River Shrine, where Dragon must leave them. But in parting, Dragon gives them a rare and valuable dragon orb. Ooh. Ooh. Continuing on their journey, Wizkit and Book come across two mice sitting upon two rocks in the middle of a small clearing outside a cave. Book tries to greet the mice, but the mice ignore him. One of the rocks pipes up, saying they've been like that for ages and have no idea why. They came out of the cave during the night, laughing and screaming, waking the rocks up. Then, when the sun came up, they just sat there. At least they make stylish hats. (laughs) Since the rocks can't investigate the cave, because, you know, rocks... Wizkit sees no harm in taking a look in the spooky cave. Wizkit enters with trepidation while Buck runs in excited because of course he does. Inside, it's dark. Very, very dark. You know, it's a good thing that they have that dragon orb. Wizkit pulls it from her pocket and it offers a gentle light in the cavern, enough for them to spot a lantern. Book tells Wizkit to light it with magic, but unfortunately, Wizkit doesn't have much confidence in her magic. Book has seen Wizkit magic brooms and bread and knows that she can do it. He is her friend and he believes in her. With that boost, Wizkit casts Lucos and lights the lantern. You did it, cry Book and the two baby mice. The magic lantern brings them home to their mother, who is now holding the lantern and has lots of other baby mice in her cloak. They are tenebrous mice, and the sun froze them because the lantern light is the only light they can move in. As a thank you for relighting the lantern and bringing her two wayward babies home, Mother Mouse gives them a smaller version of the lantern before disappearing with her babies. Wizkit and Book head back outside. Outside, the two rocks are pleased their stylish hats have been returned home and are impressed that Wizkit was gifted with a magic travel lamp. Book strokes one of the rocks goodbye and 
kisses the other. It's so incredibly strange, but it's so incredibly funny, those two panels. Delightful. And he and Whiskit follow the travel lamp, which must be guiding them to the library. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> As their journey continues, Book <sighs> asks Whiskit what she's thinking about. Reluctantly, Wizkit confesses that she couldn't believe she managed to do magic in the cave because she always struggles under pressure. She doesn't want to be thought of badly for failing. As Wizkit is admiring that Book isn't so bad, he runs off toward three squabbling birds in a wheat field. The green bird, Jeff, <laughs> demands that they do whatever it is they're doing by their drawing. The purple bird, Estil, um, demands they do it by their calculations. And the pink bird, Poncho, <laughs> starts telling them to just put the bits together. <laughs> Harsh name-calling starts, and such insults as turnip and Brussels sprouts are thrown around. Oof. Ooh, that's fighting words. Is rough. Finally, Wizkid is able to make them stop, and it turns out the three birds actually share one body. They're the famous Earhart triplets. Oh. Oh. Uncharacteristically, Wizkit asks if they've seen Book. It turns out Wizkit is worried about her friend. It's okay, though, because Book is right there and knows Wizkit cares. However, Wizkit and Book's camaraderie starts the Earhart triplets squabbling again. Book had been looking at the triplets' flying machine, which the triplets loudly say is an air lantern. Well, it should be, but they don't listen to each other, so the air lantern remains a drawing. Wizkit encourages them to believe in each other and give each other their time and space, just like Book did with her. Okay, they'll try it. A montage passes in the panels, showing the Earhart triplets working together until nightfall when they share their camp with Wizkit and Book before continuing their work the next day. Wizkit and Book help with sewing the air lantern balloon. Eventually, it's finished! Squabbling starts up again when they find they don't have a lighter for the burner, but Wizkit steps into the basket and Lucos lights the burner with magic. Now it's time to fly. To thank Wizkit and Book for their help, the Earhart triplets offer to help them get to the library. They stick the travel lamp onto a pole and rest it out the front of the air lantern and follow its light until dark when they reach the library. The library is a tall white tower with a roof that looks like an open book and a balcony perfect for Wizkit and Book to jump down onto. The Earhart triplets float away Wizkit gifting them the travel lamp. It's time to get Book home. Remember, the tower is tall. So that means stairs. Lots and lots of stairs. Stairs are my nemesis. Eventually, Wizkit and Book enter the main library chamber, and it is huge and incredible. Rows of shelves filled with books line balconies running around and up the tower. 
The center of the library has a central stage with four crevices encircling it. As Wizkit looks around in wonder, the librarian climbs up from one of the crevices. She's a huge moth? I think she's a moth. With colorful robes. She tells Wizkit that libraries contain everything we can learn and share. A library is one of the wealthiest places in the universe. Hard agree. Book is excited to see Librarian and show her his pages filled with pictures of his and Wizkit's adventures. Book declares that he is Wizkit's story, but Book corrects Librarian and says it's our story. Now Book is back home at the library and he will be able to share their story with others. This makes Wizkit sad as she'll be alone now. However, the Earhart triplets come running in saying Wizkit is not alone. Hang on! Hadn't they left? No, they've just been looking for Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Estelle tells Wizkit it's time to let someone help her get home. As Wizkit and Book say their goodbyes, the librarian suggests Wizkit borrow a few more books, so then she'll have to come back for a visit. Which is a great idea. I love that they're just looking for parking. <laughs> just getting parking. <laughs> Librarian, do you validate? <laughs> With a pile of books in hand, Wizkit flies home in the air lantern and announces her arrival by falling spectacularly through the door. <laughs> Wizkit admits the journey was difficult, but fun and very educational. She's even invited Estel, Pancho, and Jeff for tea. Wizkit is excited to tell Teacher about her magic-filled adventure, though... It could have used more bread. Again, hard to agree. <laughs> Teacher asks what Wizkit learned, and she says she learned friends can support our talents, and we can support theirs, even if they're different. And journeys into the unknown make our own stories more interesting and exciting. It's a precious life lesson. There are more stories happening right now, and more yet to be written. Most importantly, Wizkit learned that she likes libraries very much, as she was able to borrow a book with one of the most powerful spells, Magnum Libum, which fills the whole table with bread, donuts, muffins, croissants, cakes, and tarts. <laughs> Wizkit tucks into the bready feast. She tells teacher she is moving out because she needs more independence and that she has skills she wants to put to use. Jeff has drawn up some plans, Pancho has done the calculations, and Estelle has the equipment, and with Wizkit, they start to build. After a montage of panels, one containing a bread and cheese picnic, they at last finish Wizkit's tidbits. Wizkit magics the final touch, a wonderful gold sign, complete with an air lantern and the triplets in the basket, an air heart delivery engraved below. They're open for business. The Earhart triplets deliver boxes of baked delights to Dragon at the River Shrine, Mother Mouse and her babies in the cave, the rocks, who are now being terrorized by Frog and some little turnip people, and Librarian and Book. From far and wide, people visit WizKids Tidbits for delightful treats, and far and wide, the Earhart triplets deliver them. Aww. Aww. It's precious. 
It's so I'm also good. hungry for bread. I know. <laughs> I think we should take a bread break. Yes, let's go for a bread snack while everybody else listens to a promo for another podcast. I think that's a good idea. Which won't have bread, sorry. Sorry. Hi, this is Leah Stuhler, creator and host of YA Book Chat Podcast. If you love reading young adult books and chatting about them with your friends, then head on over to my podcast and take a listen. Each episode, my guest and I chat about a different YA book. We start spoiler-free and then head into our spoiler section where we dive into the mysteries of each book. And we do it with laughs and fun along the way. You can listen to YA Book Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcast and now back to the show mm, bread mm. <laughs> mm. i did actually have some very delightful salt and pepper bloomer over the weekend as part of a cheese board it was Ooh. very very nice sounds delicious yes and then the following day went to mummy bear's house and she was like here have a freshly baked sourdough loaf i was like thank you very much yay <laughs> Anywho, rumbling tummies aside, yes. what is not to love about this? I, I mean, <sighs> every page is amazing, and I just I remember months and months ago when I found this and like taking pictures of the panels and sending to you, like we talked about in the initial thoughts. I snorted at how much she loves bread. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's amazing. It is so amazing. <laughs> Do cats actually like bread in real life, having never had a cat? Should they eat bread? Not a lot of it. Um, Gozer will occasionally eat a muffin. But Bee doesn't okay. like it. But um, yeah, Gozer, Gozer eats a muffin. So yes, cats like bread. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. That was science. Sci- yes, it was. Hard facts. Yes. <laughs> So much bread. <laughs> so much bread. I, I, love, I yep, go for it. I was just gonna say I love the adventures that they went on. Like Yes. But also they were inside book. Were they? I don't know. <laughs> were they or did Book just magic them to the start of their adventure? Maybe that. Because you know, you do it the Hobbit, you know. Bilbo has to leave Bag End, but not every adventure means that you have to go out your front door. That's true. Sometimes the adventure can start by opening the book. That's true. And there'd be magic through yeah. to a jungle. Yes, to a jungle with dragons. Yes. And a curmudgeonly frog. <laughs> and a ball and a dicky ball. <laughs> Definitely 100% a capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> who believes extortion <laughs> and those how poor freaking fish. like oh those poor fish just trapped there <laughs> how unbelievably enthusiastic and perky was book book was like, amazing usually like a very happy character i find suspicious and untrustworthy and kind of like Sometimes a bit annoying, but that's generally probably a YA fiction where they are designed to be perky yet, you know, suspicious and generally yeah. annoying. Yeah. In this, book was perfect. Yes. Because complete antithesis to Wizkit. Yes. 
and it was just like yes you know be happy with the world that's around you especially when you're in such a magical place and try and find the good and be nice yeah experience the world there's a lot of life lessons in this book yeah there really are it's that's one of the things that i like so much about middle grade books because mm. you know we read a lot of heavy and daunting stuff and yeah there are some of those in middle grade too but they're mostly just precious well out of all of the comics that we've read or graphic novels whatever you want to refer to them as we've only ever had one that has been quote-unquote heavy and that was the october fraction back in august otherwise we kind of have this joy-filled delight yes you know we love our horror obviously obviously we love it we love our thrills we love our murders we love all of the, you know, the, the kind of like psychological thrillers and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But when it comes to a graphic novel, throw us the most precious books and we're so excited to read yes. them. Yeah. It's it's like a reset button. So next week, murder! <laughs> murder! So much murder. murder. We'll return to murder. <laughs> Oh, which one is next? Is Mayfly next? Because yikes, if so. I don't know if it's Mayfly (laughs) or if it's 16 Souls. Okay, well. It's one of those two. If it's it's Mayfly, whoa. (sighs) Anywho. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about right now. Did did you have any favourite panels? I mean, can you narrow down favourite panels? I really, I really don't think I can. Because they're so, they're all so good. Everything about this book is precious. There's not a bad, there's not a bad there's panel. There's not, no. I will say some highlights, though. Okay. Um, Which was one, was one of the first ones, was one of the top ones you sent me as well, was where, at the beginning of the book, when Wizkit is um being... No, well berated by teacher and they're like yeah I didn't go out I ate lots of bread no regrets yeah. <laughs> but also when Book is saying bye to the rocks <laughs> and took that gentle stroke and then going <laughs> and the rocks like what's going on <laughs> like, the rock is literally the rocks are literally like tombstone kind of shaped with the lies and a little ma- a little mouth and that's it like the drawings are so clean mm-hmm. but so freaking emotive you can see rock being like what's going on <laughs> just leans across and just <laughs> <laughs> Honest, just thinking about those panels just makes me laugh so much. Book, <laughs> don't do that to the creepy personal boundaries. Come on. Look, book has no personal boundaries. Book knows everything about Wizkit. Remember, because book has been watching. That's just. <laughs> you 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 read books? Yes. 
I just feel like all I'm going to be saying to people is read this comic. Yes. It's a really good gateway comic as well. It really, it really is. And it will teach people the importance of libraries as well. Yeah. Especially if you give it to the middle grade or, you know, even even younger kids, this book. And they'll, like, realise that actually adventure awaits in a library. Yeah. And it teaches tolerance as well. It te- You know, WizKit was very stuck in their own head mm-hmm. and not scared. But then, you know, went out into the world and met people and saw how people were different. And was like, yeah, actually, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Books is- teaches WizKit a lot of things. Yes. And that's yes. what books do. Books teach things. It's just delightful. And I think, I, I always say, you know, having such, the world's a shit show. Let's face it. Yes. And having these precious books are amazing. Yes. And having these precious books telling people, you know what's great? Books, libraries and bread. Yes. And capitalism. And capitalism. <laughs> if you're I'm gonna blow a hat. <laughs> so many cute hats in this book. I know. I love that little frog. I love, I love frog him being so much. Heated. And the, and the <laughs> angry wind in the jar. <laughs> I was like, the wind in a jar. It's a fart in a jar. Oh god. Which doesn't help because, like, my son adores horrible histories, and I don't know if you get it in the USA, but horrible histories. It's a, it was originally a series of books, even from when I was a kid written by Terry Deary, who is a local lad. He's from my town. Um, There was even a Horrible Histories theme park at one point. And it teaches you a lot of history involving wee and poo and farts and the gory history that... And it says, the te- this is the history the teachers will not teach you, tell you about. Yes. And there's a TV series on the BBC about it. So if you have access to BBC iPlayer or BBC America, I honestly watch horrible histories and then it will help you in any and every pub quiz you ever go to i swear okay. it has helped me um but one of them was about um farts what one, one of the um it's a plague i think it was one of the the, the the plague um cures was putting a fart you're trapping your farts in a jar and then sniffing them no and that's it's like, not a cure for anything. No, it's not a cure for anything. To be fair, you'll watch horrible histories and you'll go, how is mankind still alive? We use poo and wee and other bodily fluids far too much in quote-unquote medicine. It's disgusting. But yeah, because he, he he's obsessively watching horrible histories and because of that one skit with the fart in the jar, instantly, as soon as I saw... The crumdungeonly frog bring out the fart and the, the, the wind in the jar. I was like, that's a fart. It's a fart. It's not actual wind, it's a fart. <laughs> but then that makes it so much worse when they open the jar and, you know, everything goes flying. Because how, exactly. how bad did that smell? Exactly. <laughs> and it's had time to sit and mature. It's been in there for yeah, a while. Yeah, it's been stewing. Ew. Mmm. Oh. <sighs> Nah, nah. 
I'm glad the frog got yeeted. I feel sorry for the rocks now. I have to put up with them. How's he going to monetize them? I don't know. He'll come up with something. He's very clever. And this little hat. <laughs> I just love him. He's very cute. But I think... And I, I know it's a shock. I think Book is my favorite character. Really? I would have said Frog was your favorite character. I did love Frog. I did. I did love Frog. But Book is just amazing. And silly. And there's some panels where I feel like his eyes are going different directions. And I really, oh. really loved it. They are. Oh. These are this is one of the joys of being able to study, like when you study the, the a graphic novel or like a comic for for doing the summary. You really look at the pictures to see is there anything important that I need to add in, and you just kind of like his eyes are going in different directions, and you kind of study the outside and go, yeah, that tracks. Did you did you have a favorite? I I, I insist that you do not make me pick the bread. The bread. Oh, bread. Oh, bread. Um, honestly, I don't know because I love I love Wizkit. She's delightful. She's so relatable. Like, if I could sit on the sofa, have some broom, magic, ma- magic broom doing the housework and magic myself a donut, I would. That sounds great. But then I also would want to go and visit the library. Yeah. Because Wizkit's tidbits. That's amazing. Yes. I love how much confidence Wizkit got just on this one journey. Oh my god, yes. Because she was terrified to do magic because she thought she was going to do it wrong, except Mm -hmm. for when bread and sweeping are involved. But then when she gets back, she's like, nah, I'm moving out. I'm making a bakery. (laughs) Sorry. Immediately. I'm immediately moving out. Kind of makes you wonder, has Wizkit been thinking about this for a while? Maybe. I would love a next end of the book where it's Wizkit's tidbits and she's got to go on a big delivery and she pops by and says, book, do you want to come for another journey? That would be really cute. I mean, there is a second Wizkit coming. I don't know anything about it yet, though. Except for that it's going to be great. I'm excited for it. So yes, I insist you not make me pick a favourite character. But okay. I did really quite like the rocks. You did. You did. <laughs> if like I'm not gonna rocks. pick Book or Wizkit, I'll I think the rocks stood out for me. Okay. I mean also librarian. Also librarian. You gotta like librarian. Yes. The dragon seemed nice. Yes. Everybody Wind. was really friendly. Yeah. Minus the frog. Minus the frog. Capitalist frog. <laughs> Do not trust a frog in a bowl of hat and a bowl no, tie. No, do not. <laughs> Life lesson. Did anything actually surprise you in this book then? No, just that I am surprised myself that I haven't turned it back in yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this book checked out for so long and like, okay, it's not technically overdue because I just keep renewing it. But I have to take it back. I have to take it back to the library. I do. But I just don't wanna. <laughs> You're living Wizkit meta. I know. I just wish I could do magic. I can magic myself some bread. 
and fly around with a dragon and a three-headed bird. Yes. Why can't I get to the library by either dragon or hot air balloon? I I don't know, and I'm distraught for you. But, you know, you never know. Take me those pictures and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I've been doing art workshops with, with the child. Oh, nice. With the, through the, the... You get a Phoenix magazine. And the artists have been doing semi-regular workshops. And I've been joining in doing three-panel comic strips. <sighs> So I, could, I I'll do you I do you three panel comic strip. It Thank might involve a donut, but it's fine. Were you surprised by anything? Absolutely not. No, because it's amazing, and plus you've read it like eight hundred times. I'm sure. <laughs> I think I, I think what I'm surprised about most is that it's become such a solid family favorite. It it. It's so it's, it's, good. It's, it's so good. It's so delightful and I absolutely love it. But considering how many comics my son has and he keeps returning to this one and reading this one again. So, yeah. He, he When he found out we were discussing it on the podcast, he was very excited. That's but adorable. Mammy has, Mammy has done a swear, so he's not going to listen to it. <laughs> Did you? Have you? Have we? I probably have. There's a very good chance I've done a swear. I mean, there is a very good chance. He knows some of them. I am teaching him swear slowly, but he he does he doesn't know the the top tiers. <laughs> Shall we move on now to Would You Rather? Yes. <laughs> we asked on social media. Would you rather have a spell to do your housework or a spell to magic all kinds of bread? And we have had a phenomenal response to this. Facebook, 88% said housework. On Instagram, 100% want a spell for housework. On TikTok, 67% want a spell for housework. And Threads, which now give us the poll option, or vast majority of people, I think, are getting the poll option. It's still rolling out. 67% said housework. And we have loads of comments. Colin on Facebook said, It's got to be housework. I love bread. I prefer bread to many of the people I know. However, I'm well aware that there are other tasty treats to eat, so don't have to concentrate on just the bread thing. Housework, however, needs to be done. And I hate it. So if I can use the Eldritch Secrets of the Magi to do it for me, then I'm certainly up for that. So long as it doesn't turn into a sorcerer's apprentice-style thingy with the brooms and the water and the biting and the dismemberment. I may be misremembering that part, but I'm pretty sure it happened. <laughs> Emily on Facebook said, It's housework all the way. There's a commercial that plays in my area for a business that's all about getting rid of stuff by pointing. If I can cast a spell like that, I would be in heaven. Annie on Facebook, bread! I'm a vegetarian. Always tell people I had no problem giving up meat, but hell no, I'm not giving up bread. Bree on Facebook says, baking is meditative. Housework is tedious. Drew on Facebook, there is nothing I hate more than housework. Maybe spiders. 
Coral on Facebook said, I can skip the bread, but housework? Nope. I need that spell. Then I can go do other things or take a nap. I replied to Coral and endorsed the nap wholeheartedly because we at Fictional Hangover believe that naps should be a daily occurrence. We love a nap. Oh, love a nap. We love a nap. Superfan Dorothy, aka my mum, oh, I'd rather bake any day. Only necessity dictates housework. Kelly DeVos, author friend on Instagram, said, okay, housework because I like making bread. And Sharon Joy reads on Instagram, housework hands down. Author friend Ashlyn O'Loughlin writes on Instagram, says, Housework! And then the spell would be tidy up after the baking, which is the only thing I don't like anyway. Sunshine's reading journey on Instagram, housework for sure. Glimglam Jen on Instagram, OMG, I love this cat. (laughs) Okay. If I was an adorable kitten, I'd obviously use magic to bake hot, fresh, yummy bread. Is there anything better? P.S. I would be a cat. What housework could I possibly have? My human servants already do that. (laughs) Emery Frost on Instagram, definitely housework. Rock climbers are asking to scale Mount Laundry in my living room. (laughs) No, no. We got a really, really good comment, Claire. And I feel like you should read this one because you love this book so much. I feel like you should get the joy of reading this comment. Tanya J. Scott on Instagram, author of Whisket and Adventure Overdue, says, I was going to say I'd rather magic all kinds of bread because I like the idea of having baked treats on tap. But Kelly made a good point. Baking is fun. Thank you for replying to us, Tanya. Yes. She's 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 my best friend now. <sighs> yeah, After I'm pretty you. sure she is. I'm pretty sure After she you. is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm picking Housework. bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like baking bread, but I already have someone who magics bread for me. Thanks, mom. That's pretty amazing. See, so I, I need the housework doing for a freaking haters. Okay, look. I have a really cute husband that lives with me and shares my house, and he really likes to keep things tidy. So I'm just going to let him continue to do that, and then I'll magic bread. And it'll be perfect. So you already have the magic housework spell. I already have the magic bread spell. How lucky are we? We're so lucky. I would genuinely pay someone if I could afford it to do my housework. Genuinely freaking hate it. I'm so hungry right now. I know, I want to go eat some bread. (laughs) I want me to magic some bread. Okay, next question. Would you rather ride a dragon down a river or an air lantern through the sky? As much as I've always kind of half want, I say half wanted because the idea terrifies me of going in a hot air balloon. I don't understand that. I don't understand how hot air balloons work. It's just magic. I'm going to pick a dragon down a river because I'm riding a freaking dragon down a freaking river. Yeah. Same. I'm also going to pick the dragon. 
especially if you go back a few weeks and it's like a fourth wing style dragon. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Mm. Sassy dragon ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Would you rather rescue mice who cannot move in the sunlight or fish who are being swindled by a f- capitalist frog? <laughs> I want to help the capitalist frog, so I'm going to rescue the mice who can't move in the sunlight. That's not helping the capitalist frog. <laughs> That's helping the fish. I don't want to help the fish. I want the frog to be successful in his capitalism. <laughs> He's swindling. He's a con artist. He's wearing a bow tie. I just love the frog okay so I'm not gonna help the fish I'm gonna help the mice because also helping the mice kind of helps the rocks unless they like wearing the mice has fancy hats which they do they have stylish hats you can't deny that (laughs) what are you doing oh um I'm going to rescue the mice because it means I can go in the spooky cave. Ooh. Unless there's like descent style creepy things in the cave. Then no. I hope I that don't. doesn't happen. Well, it can't. It's WizKit's universe. Right. It's a delightful universe where there's right. more creepy yes. monsters. So I'm going right. to help the mice. Okay. Would you rather be given a magical travel lantern or a magical dragon orb light i'm going to say magical travel lantern because i'm interested to see where the magical travel lantern takes me right same where would you go (sighs) exactly where would it lead you i don't know but i'm excited to find out yes samesies (sighs) okay this is potentially the hardest would you rather we've ever asked okay would you rather have Wizkit's dapper jacket or delightful hat and booties? Look, I got a whole thing about shoes. So I'm going to take the hat and booties. Fair. Need... I'm going to take the jacket. Yeah, okay. We're not mugging Wizkit. We're asking Wizkit no. where they got them from and then right. purchasing. Yes, because capitalism. From Capitalist Frog, who has no doubt already got the merch stand up. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already like. I already have a pair of yellow shoes. I have a couple pairs of yellow shoes, actually, but I like those little booties and the little hat. The hat was good too. I would yeah. love for like hats to just always be in fashion, and you can always wear a hat if you feel like wearing a hat. I love a hat as well. Yeah, it's my my magical power is that I I can pull off most hats. It's amazing. It is. I have a really small head. So I struggle with some hats. It's nice though in the autumn kind of winter months though because they're generally elasticated as well. Yeah. And jaunty yeah. angles. Yeah. But Wizkit's hat floats. Right. So it'll always be there. It will always look nice. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This book is so precious. (laughs) Favorite final thought quote. What do you got? There's so many. Okay, just read the book because, um, you know, copyright laws. Yeah. But I'm going to give you four, I think. Okay. And I'm going to give you the one that is the panel that Amanda sent me, which won me over instantly. 
But instead I stay at home and it's so much bread. No regrets. <laughs> oh, I feel like you need to have this one. <laughs> you I'm meddling gonna... kids, I'll get you for this. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That should be mine. Oh, creepy. <laughs> Very creepy. <laughs> Now look what's happened. I have to go outside and do things when I could be sitting on the sofa eating all kinds of breads. <laughs> Feel your heart there. Feel your heart. Okay, I'm going to give you a sentimental one. Okay. This one's a good one. It's a good one. Yes. I'm your friend and I know you're talented and capable. I remember that. Even when you don't. That's what friends do. So good. I will be all of my friends cheerleaders because I know for a fact they forget how freaking awesome that they truly are. And sometimes they have to be told and sometimes it has to be very, very vigorously told with yes. shaking. Yes. <laughs> what have you got? I don't mean to sound so rebellious, but I'm overdue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the book behind you screaming at you. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Whiskit, you're overdue. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> he is an open book, and that leads him to new experiences and friendships. So instead of criticizing him, maybe it's time to take a page out of his, well, book? Metaphorically, of course. I don't think it's a good idea to actually take a page out of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Oh my god, don't actually take a page out. Yeah. Murder. That would change the tone of the whiz kit completely. It would. <sighs> oh. Well, I'll be a turnip's uncle. <laughs> They're all I so good. Brussels sprouts. But then yeah, but then it's also an insult. If I'm a turnip, you're a big Brussels sprout. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <gasps> Shocking. Language like that. Okay, finally. Libraries are portals to other worlds. They contain everything we can learn and share. A library is one of the wealthiest places in the universe. Yes. And it's also free. Yes, libraries do a lot more than you think. So that's why you should leave them the hell alone, except yes, to go please. to a library and borrow things and tell a librarian how awesome they are. Yes, please do. I need that. I need that in my life. You are awesome because you're a librarian. Thank you. And you're building a library. I am. So that means you're making even more awesome decisions and making even more places and spaces that people can find help and sanctuary and adventure somebody is going to find that one book that will rock their world at your branch i hope so you are creating i hope so how amazing is that i hope so i will guarantee it (sighs) okay if you like this try this what are you going to suggest Thank you for being my cheerleader, by the way, just then. That's fine. Right, any day. I. This is not my recommendation. This is my son's recommendation. 
because his bookshelves are filled with middle grade comics. <clears throat> so he has he's actually he said I have to bring it into show. Okay. And it's by his favourite um comic book uh writer and artist, and it's Jamie Smart. And it's Bunny versus Monkey. Um if you look on Goodreads, it's Bunny versus Monkey, let the mayhem begin. Um <laughs> I remember when he first got this and he was sitting at the back of the car reading it. And we were waiting to go uh, into like a museum entrance and we were waiting for the opening time. And he just kept passing it over and I had to read so many panels. I think I ended up reading the entire thing. And it is genuinely laugh out loud funny. He sometimes hysterically is, he's literally in hysterics reading the Bunny vs. Monkey series. It's, it, it's so good. And full of fart jokes, let's face it. <laughs> Um, so the Goodreads summary, because the back of the book just has panels. A team of scientists has sent a monkey into space. And a good thing too, because he's a mean, selfish, noisy, bullying little fur bag. But all does not go well with the flight. And Monkey's spaceship barely clears the first hilltop before crash landing in a peaceful forest. Monkey decides this is a new world and claims it for his own. And his first decree is that all other animals should be banished. What follows is a series of hilarious off-the-wall interactions between Monkey and the other forest animals, and it is genuinely hilarious. I would just recommend Jamie Smart as well because he has read, uh, he has written uh, some middle grade books as well, uh, Flember books, and they are freaking delightful. They're so good. He's such a good writer. So yeah, Bunny versus Monkey, or just Jamie Smart in general. Excellent. What have you got? I'm going to suggest one that I read this morning, and Claire is currently holding it up for those watching this episode. It's called Kitty Quest by Phil Corbett. Have you read Kitty Quest? I have. I liked Kitty Quest quite a bit. We've got, we've, there's two volumes, I've got two volumes in the house at the moment. Nice. Okay, so here's the summary of Kitty Quest. Wolfric and Perigold are two down-on-their-luck kittens in need of some extra cash. <laughs> so they decided to become professional monster slayers. <laughs> Except uh, they don't know the first thing about it. <laughs> so when a huge beast starts rampaging through town, they are put to the ultimate test. Fortunately, the duo accidentally awakens a ghost named Earl Mortimer, who is the last not-so-living member of an ancient guild of warriors, and he's going to teach them everything he knows. So good. It's so cute. I love the giant monster who's actually, spoiler alert, not so terrible at all. And all the cats running around in the background really good it's quite a clean one as well there's a lot of like yes yes in it so it's it's very clean yes it's fantastic it's been a while since i've read it but yeah it's only been a handful of hours since i read it so two of your finest broccoli if you please and don't be stingy with the broccoli i i don't know about eating a broccoli burrito yeah I mean maybe it's good I this should try is one unacceptable you ruined my broccolito and failed to replace it there will be consequences you will come to fear me the name of Dagzabad 
sorry. You know, Middle Gate comics are absolutely amazing. They, they are really, spot really are. on. And the amount of like encouragement to get kids to read, like yeah. you know, mass I'm massively a fan of co- getting comics if to if it helps kids read. Yeah. Definitely. And as I've said a million billion grillion times in order to properly read a graphic novel which your kiddos are doing while they're reading it even if they don't know it they're reading the pictures they're reading the words and they're reading the pictures and words together that's exactly how my son reads it he'll he could he he'll read through a comic and say i've done it like you can't possibly have read it but he looks through it, gets the highlights, goes through it again to read it properly, and then goes through it again and associates everything together. And he he just he's a, such a voracious reader, especially with comics. It's his favorite genre. Yeah. So yes, and comics is reading. Yes. It's the same as audiobooks. Yes. It's still reading. Yes. Don't be an elitist. <laughs> or no. Anywho, I'm going to get off my pedestal. Okay. Soapbox, whatever. Okay. And ask, do we have a new Unity Spotlight this week? We do. Actually, I have two. Ooh. Yeah, because, you know, we do we do this in advance. Yes. Spoiler alert, everyone. We prep things in advance. And so I found one that we got a couple months ago suggested to us um, in an email. It's called The Songbird and the Rambutan Tree by Lucille Ab- Bendanon, and it's coming out in January. But then today, day of recording, we got an email um, about a Kate DiCamillo book, which if you live in the United States, Kate DiCamillo is a huge author. And so I feel like I have to share that one too. Her book came out in uh, just a few weeks ago, October 10th. And that one's called The Puppets of Spellhorst. So I have have those two to share. So I'm just going to read both of the summaries. Deal with it, okay. everyone. Okay, so the songbird and the rambutan tree. Um, the summary is Batavia, Dutch English Indi- Dutch Dutch East Indies. I can't speak Dutch East Indies, nineteen forty-two. Emmy has the voice of an angel, but hasn't sung a note since a family tragedy. With war looming, her father plans to ship her off to a singing school in England for safety. But all Emmy wants to do is stay in Batavia with her best friend, Bakti, even if it means putting up with her snooty classmate, Violet. Then the Japanese army invades, and as a war erupts in the Dutch East Indies, Emmy's world falls apart. When her own actions sabotage her chance to evacuate the island, Emmy is captured and confined in the chiding prisoner of war camp with other women and children separated from her from her family and friends and silenced by her grief emmy will need all her strength to survive the war find her voice and reclaim her freedom this is a middle grade book which is why i decided to share it and then the puppets of spellhorst by kate DiCamillo. Shut up in a trunk by a taciturn old sea captain with a secret. Five friends, a king, a wolf, a girl, a boy, and an owl, bicker, boast, and comfort one another in the dark. Individually, they dream of song and light, freedom and flight, 
purpose, and glory, but they all agree they are part of a larger story, bound to each other by chance, bonded by the heart's mysteries. When at last their shared fate arrives, landing them on a mantle in a blue room in the home of two little girls, the truth is more astonishing than any of them could have imagined. That's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. Join us next time as we discuss Mavefly by C.J. Lead. Completely different from this one (laughs) that we just Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. Right. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com. Follow us on Instagram, threads, TikTok, and YouTube at fictionalhangover. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover. If you like this episode, check out our others and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.